0: It's your boy, Steve Skacks. I'm here with Ethan Mens and Hulk Hogan, brother. And we're listening
1: to the Mighty Mighty Marston House podcast with Tim Lawson. What's going
2: on, everybody? My name is Timothy Lawson. I'm founder of Lawson Entertainment where I produce uh, about a half a dozen podcasts now, just launching this one. It's called Mighty Mighty Marson House. It is a collaboration between Lost in Entertainment and Marson House Recording in Philadelphia. We decided to collaborate on a show that would feature MCs, hip-hop artists, producers, etc., and really get into the hip-hop culture where they grew up, how they get into their creative process, delve into... Some lyrics and really get and decipher the, that material and get the meaning behind it and really just explore each person's different experience inside this amazing culture. I'm a huge fan of hip hop. I've been podcasting now for about three years, so uh, I have some experience with conversation, interview, etc. Ethan Mintz and Steve Skacks are the co founder of Marson House. They've been doing that for about seven years now and working with lots of MCs and different musicians. So there's a lot of experience and know-how in this. Well, I'm going to be the primary host of the show. Uh, Steve and Ethan will will pop up uh, when they have the opportunity. But today's episode is going to start with talking to them about their studio, about their efforts, about this idea, hip-hop, cyphers, all that sort of bit. And then from here on out, it's going to be every Tuesday, we're going to release a, a show with an MC or a, another person, another figure in hip-hop. And then on Thursdays, we're going to release the audio version of the legendary Ma- Marston House Cyphers. So that way you have an audio copy of it and can listen to it whenever you'd like and don't have to rely on the YouTube page. You should just, If you've never seen a Marson House Cypher, you need to go to their YouTube page... YouTube.com slash MarstonXHouse. That's M-A-R-S-T-E-N-X House. Go there, check out their ciphers. They're awesome. I like to feature tracks at the end of every show. You typically will have a track from an artist that we're featuring, but today is going to be Elevator Music by Chad Downing, which is actually where the intro music comes from. So I thought it would be an appropriate track to feature today. You can go to lostinentertainment.com to check out my other pro- other programs and stay current. We'll be on iTunes soon, and we'll be able to get you that link as well. Enjoy the show, and thank you for listening. You know gonna love it. Okay, so we're going to be talking with Steve Skacks and Ethan Mintz, both co-founders of Marson House Recording. Fellas, thank you for joining me.
0: Thank you for having us, Tim.
2: The point of this first episode is to give some context to why we've decided to do this show, why we've collaborated on this, and really the, the, the message, the objective of what's going on. But first, people need to know who Marston House is. Now, many people in the Philadelphia area, I'm sure many people on the East Coast in general are familiar with Marston House. Maybe some of our West Coast listeners aren't as, as familiar. So uh, tell us about the, the creation uh, of Marston House. How did you guys come to be?
0: The story is now legend, Tim. I'm going to just start off with saying that, that now what once was just possibly a fable has turned to legend. It all started when I met this guy here, Ethan Mintz. I met him at a, a venue I used to run, and I actually really hated him. I thought he was a turd. He he was really uh, quiet, and, and I'm not quiet, so I was just like, ah, oh, this guy's quiet, I don't like that. And then somehow we ended up being good friends, we played in bands together, we went on tour a couple times together, and uh, during the decline of one of the bands I was in that was kind of popular, I said, you know, this isn't going to last forever, we should start a recording studio, and he was on board and came back, took out a bunch of loans, and literally built a recording studio.
2: So how long, how long ago is that? Like, how old is Marson House?
0: We are going on seven years
2: now. Last
0: year, seven years. Yeah, last year we thought we were going on seven years, and then we did the math, and this year we're going on seven years. <laughs> it feels like thirty, though. Yeah.
2: yeah. Did you guys? Did you guys mistakenly have a seven-year anniversary party or anything like that? Right? That you oh, have to like repeat not. this year. Thankfully, we didn't. But uh, I
0: would
3: have put past us. Yeah. If we did, uh, we would have just rolled with it and just told everyone it was
2: seven. Years. <laughs> <laughs> and uh so are you guys gonna are you guys gonna have any i mean seven years is is a long time for any small business in america Yeah. i mean uh what sort of growth have you seen from your first couple of years your infancy to where you are now
0: it's been pretty insane uh I'm, we kind of cheated when we jumped in, so we had no idea i'm I'm just gonna lay this out there for people people don't know this we had no idea what the fuck we were doing oh, am I allowed to say that i'm sorry are we,
2: are we? Uh, you know, I, I, I'm glad that's a good point. Um, yeah, you can. I think I think that's fine. I think most people that ex- that are going to listen to a show on the culture of hip hop is going to expect to hear a little bit of profanity, okay. right? I, I, I know I try
0: to usually censor myself when we do this, but I, I, just, I always fuck up and just start cursing. Ah, well,
2: <laughs> so, usually what happens is the guests go, "Can I say that?" And I'm like, ah, "Yeah, that's
0: fine. okay." Well, yeah. so we had no idea what we were doing. We we built the studio. And then the first day the day that we were just finishing we had our first session. We were still spray like foaming up the walls. So dude comes in here, we did our first session. At that time we were charging twenty five dollars an hour. Now we're charging forty. We just really just kinda of were rolling with the punches. And we, we did that for the first couple of years before we really got comfortable and knew what we were doing. Now as far as growth I mean, it's, it's always been pretty steady because there was always a need for um, recording, especially on the East Coast. Everybody does music. Every single person does music. So when we first started, it was more of a curiosity thing, and people were just kind of coming in. And um, we were discredited by a lot of the bigger studios that were around at the time, and now we are the bigger studio and everybody else closed. So that, that's that's kind of growth right there.
2: Uh, before we get into before we start focusing on hip hop specifically overall what have, what are still some challenges you 're having as a studio? I mean any challenges you can identify, but I definitely want to hear a comparison on now versus maybe seven years ago when people weren 't trying so hard to record in their own basement or in their own like in their own bedroom. I think technology has made people believe that they can sort of do it all at home. Um, have you had a trouble? Uh, battling that that change in the industry so when we first
0: started that's kind of this is kind of why it's always been kind of even when we first started that you know almost seven years ago technology was there but it wasn't as known yet so people could still record in their basement but people were coming in we were doing three sessions a day for pretty much the time we started so the change was once that technology hit, we had already done some bigger bigger projects, so now we we were like the premier studio for people to go to, and our cypher videos, and just, you know, we were the studio to go to, so it kind of just evened out immediately. We never really had the problem of not getting at customers, um, and even the people who would record in their basement or at their house would end up coming back and being like, hey, can you mix this, because I don't know how to mix, and then we'd listen to it and be like, well, that sounds like crap. We can't even touch it. And then they'll be like, all right, I'm just going to re-record it here. So the, the, a lot of people try to get away with that recording themselves, and it just doesn't really work out for them because they don't understand how much work goes into it or how uh, the difference in their $50 microphone versus our $3,000 microphone and them not, not using preamps and us using preamps. So once they kind of see the bigger picture, they always come back.
2: Between both you and Ethan, in any in an average week, how many man hours do you think you guys are putting in there at the studio? And you can even include like, you know you have a, you have some other help like an intern and stuff. How many man hours do you guys put in?
3: Hmm. Well, we don't. I feel like we don't even like
2: track. We
0: don't
3: track it. I know
0: we do. Like a twelve hour day is a, is a uh, short day for us. So we can be in here from eleven o'clock till three in the morning every single day. And we do have um, we have an employee who is an engineer, and then we have an intern. And then we have a lot of other people that work with us, too, that are here, too. So I honestly can't even give you a guess. It it varies so much.
1: Yeah.
3: I mean, it really comes down to uh, there's so much shit that we do in a day. um, And there's so much that we have on our plates just because we take almost every opportunity that we can to uh, be involved in something. If, uh, If, like, oh, man, my ears hurt from mixing, like, we just do something else that... We have to do. Yeah, like video. Like if like <laughs> yesterday, uh, we had
0: three mixing projects that we had to get done. We only got one of them done because our ears were dead. But in that little break, uh, um, I did two videos. <laughs> that, there, then we did uh, – somebody came in yesterday. I don't even remember. See, the days just blur together. But, yeah, we, I couldn't give you an exact estimate on manpower or man hours just because it's pretty much – we're definitely here more than we are at our houses.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Let's, I mean it's uh you know that's a good problem to have though, right? Yeah. I'm
3: not, I'm not mad at it. We also have cool breaks here too. So they they kind of are incorporated in the day. Like whether we're going out and playing like basketball when it's nice out or playing Call of Duty until our eyes fall out. Like, yeah, we the last two nights
0: we uh <laughs> we trolled people on Call of Duty for a good 2 hours apiece.
2: piece. <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine how entertaining that is. So, so Marson House is is a well known recording studio, but you're even more well known, um, at least from my perception, for the ciphers that you guys do. How do you, I haven't checked? Do you know how many ciphers you guys have officially released? we broke sixty. I know
0: that we have over sixty, um, over sixty ciphers. We have three hundred and thirty two of the a cappella freestyle videos and five hundred videos on YouTube. Now, so we put up, we try to put up a video every day, that's kind of the goal. But the cipher is definitely, if it wasn't for the ciphers, we wouldn't be near doing what we are right now, and that's.
2: So I, I definitely want to focus on that, and I'd love, I want to get both of your guys' opinion on this. Why do you, why is the cipher, uh, both the cipher in general, like its place in hip hop, and then specifically there at Marson House. Why is it such a popular? Medium of of hip hop,
0: it gives you a sampling of what people can do. Like you get to see some of your favorite MCs on a, maybe a beat you love, even in the acapella ones. You get to just see them going off, and it, it's it, it's just awesome. It's an awesome way to kind of see what people have, and even if there's people that you don't like on it, or uh, somebody had some weak bars, the next guy might be great. It's exciting. It's like a it's like a thrill for people to get to check out you know, what the
3: next guy is going to do, what he's going to say. Yeah, even even before, uh, like, this whole, like, 90s revival thing was, like, huge. We were still doing the Cyphers, and it was really because, like, that's the the kind of things that we like to watch. Like, we like to see, um, like, people in their rawest form of um, performing. Um, And the Cyphers are, uh, the Cyphers have always been, like, a huge connection for us, and for everyone who comes to them. So I, I think that um, because sometimes we had 15 people on a cypher and they all are pushing, like, their YouTube channel and uh, our YouTube channel and social media stuff, I think that's how we really grew with that. And I, I think um, that's why people really like it and they notice it. And like he was saying about it being raw, like, we always
0: have kept them very raw. Like, if you mess up, it's, that's your fault. Like, I, I, I can't respect the cypher that's, like, a like a video where they do multiple takes. Like, we do one take. If you mess up, you mess up. You can see every single video somebody messes up, and that's just part of it. You get, some people come and they're more prepared. Some people mess up and catch it. Some people mess up and walk off. That is hip-hop, and I think people like that.
2: Uh, so what has that d- done then for Marson House as a business? I can only assume that people that have never been to Marson House would show up for a cypher, dig the atmosphere, and then want to record there. Uh, is that something that's happening and how many, how often is that occurring? Uh, it,
0: it's happened. So it, it's helped a lot and it's also hurt because a lot of times people won't realize that we're also a recording studio. They'll just think that we do ciphers and that's it. So that can be annoying. But sometimes people come in here and then they'll, they'll just have done their research on, um, some of the projects that we've done or they'll look like, oh, you guys did this guy. Oh, and you recorded his album. I want to record. We're there, too. So it's definitely like a 50-50 on the type of person that comes in here and has either done their research or not.
2: It's easy to talk about who, the, like, the bigger names on ciphers that you had. It's easy to, like, name drop and stuff like that. But I think what I've really admired about some of your ciphers is the curation of the MCs that you have there. Like, they're well-curated ciphers. Now, I know occasionally you probably are... <laughs> You know, people cancel on you and you just got to take whoever's, you know, take anybody that's want to show up. But, but you know, from each of you, what's one of, the, one of the better curated ciphers you remember putting together where you're like, man, this is like a perfect set of MCs to all be working together?
0: I have two. And uh, one of them was the Law Dog Cipher. The Law
2: Dog Cipher! <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think that one was great. Uh, everybody on that was pretty... Aw- like, even there was a couple people on there that I don't think are as strong of MCs, but then for that, some reason, they just pulled together and made and kind of did it. The other one was um the one we did with Hezekiah and Slaughter Rico and Judah Priest for the first time. I don't really remember what that was called, but I think that one was probably the most solid we've ever had. It was just from start to finish. Great.
3: I feel like all of them are... Like, all of them have elements of just, like, there's always someone who is trying to get on and can't get on, and then Steve will be like, hey, uh, we need three people, like four people dropped off the cypher two minutes ago, and then they'll show up.
2: I mean, so you guys video record these cyphers and then release them uh, later uh, in their entirety, right? So it starts with Steve walking to the mic, introducing the cypher, and then ends with, uh, and then it's just, play. there's no edit. There's Oh, there's, there's a little bit of camera editing, but there's no editing is in like you've mentioned everything's front to back. Yeah,
0: everything is 100% front to back. It, the only real editing that goes in is like you said the camera editing and the audio. We want we want to make it sound as good as possible.
2: So I I mean, I imagine the next step and I know you've dabbled in this before, but I I, I imagine the next step has to be possibly streaming a few of these. Have you guys thought about how you're going to approach that? We've done it before.
3: Yeah, we streamed
2: one. We streamed uh, two. two. Yeah, uh kind of hated
0: it. Like, I didn't like... uh So it got a good response. Like, people watched it and liked it live. But then I feel like it took away from the, the actual video release, kind of, because people got to just
2: see it. So less anticipation?
0: Yeah, and then... Because a lot of people that are... I call them Marston heads. All the Marston heads out there, they're... That really love the ciphers, they just look forward to them. And when they're about to drop and I say, new ciphers dropping tomorrow, and people just start flipping out like, oh, I can't wait for the new cipher. If they have the opportunity to stream it, I don't know if it, if it loses replay value. I
3: kind of don't actually remember if it did, but it's kind of in my head like that. Maybe I'm just, the streaming just like, it wasn't, it wasn't good enough. Like, uh, we had like a webcam that sounded really good. It just didn't look very good and it was was laggy. it sounded good. It was just like, we didn't implement it well, and I feel like it, it just, that took away from it, too. If we could have, like, a better implement, like, if we could implement it better into, like, how we did it, we'd probably do it again, but I don't, I don't really see doing that.
2: I think with the rise of new apps like Periscope and Meerkat that are allowing, that are making it easier to stream straight from a device... Uh, maybe you don't have to stream the entire thing. Maybe you turn it on for you know one or two uh, MCs and then and then cut it off. It, so you still have the anticipation of the entire video, but uh, maybe a little bit of hype. I don't know. I think it's something worth looking into. Yeah, we're all hip hop heads here. Uh, you know what? Is, what are what are the things about hip hop that you both enjoy? Out. So what's your favorite element of hip hop outside of MCing?
0: I don't want to just say straight up like graffiti, but I love the art like outside of MC I just I love the art I love people being artistic I think it's one of the most artistic forms of music in general it's like one of the most artistic cultures that's out there like out of all the other music you just don't see people just out there you know fucking spray painting a train and uh just
3: like really putting in the effort to just make it art I I love that um, outside of MCing or outside of like hip hop, could like
2: Like outside of MCing, so still with still within the culture of hip hop, but uh, you know, stepping outside of MCing. So DJing, B boying, graffiti. Yeah, um
3: I've been really into DJing lately. Uh because we got like new turntables. <laughs> so I've been like trying to trying to figure out how to do it.
0: Um Ethan's a makeshift
3: DJ right now. Yeah, I've it. Cuts on uh, both our our uh our artist albums so far just by necessity
2: going back to the ciphers how how's the beat selection for those work
3: either a producer sends us a beat
0: or we make a beat and ethan has literally made a beat for these ciphers five minutes before they started we kind of just like roll with the punches if we don't have a beat it's like all right let's make a beat real quick
2: and then where it is yeah I think you have you've done you've done in studio DJs before too, right? Yeah, th- so the Cypher series started as Marston
0: House Cyphers volume 1 through whatever and um the, we still occasionally will do that. It'll be like Marston House Cypher volume 7 would be next and um those are the DJ and the handheld mic. All those other like random ciphers that people just walk up to the mic that's a different like series almost i don't market them differently but they're not technically the marston house cipher volume whatever
2: uh so let's let's wrap up a wrap up with uh so so tell us you know if someone wants to get involved in marston house like with recording there you got a cipher how can they do that actually let's let's actually start with why? When I sent you the the pilot, or the, not even the pilot. Let's take, take a step back. When I sent you the idea for this podcast, what value did you th- did you feel like it was going to bring, Marston House?
0: Well, it's something that we've wanted to do forever, and we've talked about it, and we tried to do it years ago, and it just didn't turn out very well. And since we've been um, talking to you, and we've you know had this relationship with you. Um, you've always been really good at doing this. This is your lane. It's not like we can get into any lane and not necessarily be amazing at it, but get it done. But this is your thing and you're great at it. So when you approach us about it, um, I just thought it was a really good opportunity for us to continue building our relationship on top of um, getting you involved with what we do. Like, I mean, we we love you, and uh, you're our you're our good buddy. <laughs> so. I love you guys. I
2: love you guys too. This so. is getting really emotional. <laughs> oh, I'm glad this is only audio. Can't see me cry.
0: <laughs> but yeah, so we just thought it would be a good thing because you know what you're doing with this, like you're experienced in it, um, and I I think that relationship is just better with us being involved and working together.
2: I think the strongest part, the part of the of the of each episode that I look forward to the most is getting into the lyric uh, of each rapper's material. Um, I think that's real. I think that's missing in so many interviews done in hip hop. It is. It you know, like I uh, I hear such clever and meaningful things said in inside of hip hop, and no one really like indulges in that. No one really deciphers. What is actually being said, the meaning of it, and, it, and, you know, there'll be, you I mean, the listeners will hear it as we move forward, you know, with all the episodes. I hope to do it with, with every MC, but, I, I personally, I mean, we can talk about hip hop and recording, like the creative process is another part that I'm really interested in is hearing each person's creative process, but really getting into like a specific lyric, like what, you know, what inspired this, you know, where, where are you now in this situation, stuff like that. And, you know, you guys have already heard it with the pilot episode of uh, with Chad. Uh, do, I mean, do you agree with what I'm saying, with with the with how how strong and powerful some of that material can be? I, I 100%
0: agree. I mean, I think, honestly, to me, lyrics are one of the most important parts of the music. The, your lyrics and your delivery, I think, can override even a crappy basic beat. Uh, I think it is really missing. And I actually, we, uh, I'm going to have to name-drop something real quick. We were talking to our business partner for our new project that we're involved in cypher circuit cypher circuit cypher circuit launching may 1st and um we were talking about lyrics yesterday uh and i just feel like i call this a lot of underground heads right now are what i call dictionary rap where they'll just read from the dictionary and rhyme big words together but not necessarily say anything into where the mainstream stuff is starting to come around and be more lyrical so I, I kinda am seeing a switch like with like the Kendrick Lamars and the J. Cole's and even the guys on like the next tier of Joey Badass and Extra Bronson and all these guys where Slaughterhouse. Yeah, like the Slaughterhouse guys. Like these guys are starting to get more lyrical and are actually like bringing hip hop back to its roots to where like some of the underground dudes I'm I'm like seeing a regression of uh like what used to be lyrical ability is now people are just focusing so much on like the flow and the delivery on it to where they feel like, all right, well, I can rhyme uh, cannibal and mandible together, and uh, that's cool. It's just like, all right, dude, it's been done. Nothing really lyrical about it. So the lyrics are a huge part. It grabs my attention when somebody has dope lyrics,
3: yeah, uh,
2: okay, so then so the now. Uh, now, but we've got people's interest. They're going to be turning. They're going to be tuning in the Mighty Mighty Martian House every week to listen to. I haven't decided exactly which days are going to be uh, released on, but probably like a Tuesday, Thursday, where Tuesday is the official episode where I talk to an MC, and then Thursday we're going to be releasing the audio version of a former cipher that you guys have already released. But I think it'll be cool to give people. Just another way to listen to those, uh, you know. If they really dig it, there's some of the ciphers that I really like that I wish I could listen to without having to be in front of a screen. Yeah. Uh, and so I think that this is a great way to uh, to get more exposure on these ciphers because I mean, some people just kill it, and it's 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 almost just as fun to listen to it uh, like I would any other music, and not just you know watch it for for entertainment if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So where uh, so now here here's your here's your uh, shameless plugs. Uh, how can people get a hold of you? How can people get involved with Marston House? What do you got going on, on the horizon?
0: Well, I mean, we're very. You can find us anywhere. You could literally, like, I will give you my number. I really don't care. It's uh 8031 You can literally call me if you want to get involved. Uh, um, you can go to cyphercircuit.com. You can go to marstonhouserecording.com, and either one of those, it'll have our email that you can just get right to us and and get involved with the Cyphers. Um, If you want to record, you know, just, you can call me, hit me up directly. Same with Ethan. We're out there. Like, we're not hard to find. You Google Marston House and our numbers pop up really quick. Uh, You go to
2: mhworldwide.com, which is our blog. You can get in touch with us there. And then lastly, uh, give us about, give us like a minute pitch on Cypher Circuit. Why we should be looking out for that launch on May 1.
0: Cypher Circuit, if you are involved with hip hop, is going to literally change the game. It's it's a hip hop social media site where you sign up you get a free press kit that is it's just an instant EPK it's super easy to sign up you have a, it's a great networking tool that has a ton of industry resources um, and it features a lot of. Uh, bigger artists in the in the game right now that are already signed up. So once that launches, you, you definitely want to be one of the first people on the site. Get on there. You can post your videos. You can get with, involved with all the Marston House Records uh, artists like Eddie Madrid, John Bliss, Matt Kahn, Carnage the Executioner, Amadio. Like you can get involved with them. They're all on there. You know, Diabolics on there. Terminology, Whitney Peyton. All these guys are on there. So you can. You can get on there and talk to everybody you've seen on the ciphers, and it's, it's a great networking tool. I can't stress it enough how uh, what it's going to do for a lot of people.
2: Amazing. Steve, Ethan, it's always a pleasure. I look forward to uh, to building this brand with you, this show, and, and creating this, this great network of MCs. We, we, we're just happy that you're here, Tim. <laughs> we can't
3: wait for you to come back to uh, Philly again
2: so we can get bubble tea. I'm coming soon. Yeah, actually I'm coming no soon. bubble tea because I threw up <laughs> later that day. So we... yeah, that bubble tea was absolutely disgusting. All right, guys, thanks for uh, thanks for taking the time, and I look forward to seeing you in Philly again soon. All right, bud.
1: Elevator music, music playing in my, in my head. I'm patiently waiting. Trying to get this bread. Yeah. I stack up a loaf, taking an never spending. it, it. till I get the chance. Make some real money with it. Now tell me, is you with it? Is you? Out here now with my drink. Yeah. I was just a youngin', but now I got my own team and we playin' in the league. Weird. Major international. Passport look like I done been everywhere on the atlas, though. factual. All these niggas fictional characters, they amateurs. I pass up on that picture, though. Faking on your game round here, that shit'll get you, though. Got a couple offers on the table, I ain't with it, though. Numbers don't match, then we can't do business. Money in the plan. girl, oh, is my witness, hey man, got to dig it. Gotta hustle till I make it, out my situation. Niggas, hey. Cause we ain't gon' stop right here To the spotlight there Give me some burn on my face We took it from the black right here To the top right there And we did it all in your face You know they gon' love it Oh yeah. You know they gon' love it You know it though, hustle for my dream, yeah. 93 Supreme Brain. All up in my gas tank, worry with what your ass tank Chill out with that nonsense when you see me, no you stop, stop it. It. The people in my crew, be the name in every topic you watching? Beat me on your TV, with a bad one Reminisce on other days when I wish I had bad one Fast got me a couple of things, bought a mouthpiece and a couple of rings yeah. Spent a few bucks and a couple of change, the fuck's the same, y'all fuck some yeah, can't call it no more than you can, but it's money and a plan, word of God, amen. amen. Hustle till I make it out my situation, and fuck them niggas, hey. Cause we ain't gonna stop right into the spotlight there, give me some burn on my face. We took it from the black right into to the top right there, and we did it all in your face. You know they gonna love it, yeah. Man. yeah. D. Rooley on the beat. Shout out to Brooklyn. You know it though, know it though. just gonna keep pushing. What's up, the Marston house? Dom, Steve, Ethan. we working.